Hey folks, before we start, we just want to say that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Enjoy! that actually I loved it Coming to a close, and what better way to do a podcast with some JTT yeah. with some uh, Katie Christmas That's and with me. some Kayla Christmas Hamill. I think I I fucked up that Christmas intro, but who, who cares? cares? It's we're Christmas, in and out. It's Christmas Eve. It is the season. We're here. We're ready. It's Christmas. I've got eggnog in the fridge. I've got candy canes on my tree. I am wearing a Santa hat. On the record, I am wearing a Santa hat. You truly are. And I've got things organised to to do, like organising, buying Christmas presents. You're a step ahead of me. Mm, mm. I'm thinking about getting eggnog <laughs> and I'm thinking about possibly wearing some Christmas attire. <laughs> I like it. You're in the thinking and the planning stage. I am mm. in, I've actu- actuated. I don't even know what words are anymore. It's Christmas. You've actualized, actualized the actualization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had this full-on great intro about um, tis the season, tis the Christmas theme for our teenage dream, mm. time to cream our jeans, oh my it's God. JTT. It was going to be slam poetry. Ah, I, I just it. did it off the top of my head. That's beautiful. Um, thank you very much. This week, as I said... Tis our last uh, episode of the season. Tis indeed. Tis indeed. And I thought it was a great way to uh, send us off with a little bit of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Excellent. In uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Indeed. Um, Because, look, hopefully we'll all be home for Christmas. Maybe some of us won't. Whatever whatever home is for you. Whatever home is for you. If it's, if it's, (laughs) no, I won't go. (laughs) If you're quarantining somewhere, <laughs> pop on, I'll be home for Christmas and yeah. your priorities will change, I guarantee. Absolutely. You won't need um, your dad's Porsche anymore. You won't need your dad's Porsche. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into this bloody beautiful film. Absolutely. Just before you start, just so people know, we are going to do this one as like a quick fix. It's like a little hit of Christmas. No one has an hour free. No one has an no. hour free on Christmas Eve. We're hitting you up with a little ep, so we're going to go through things quite quickly today, quite briskly. 
It's a little baby ep. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like that Christmas fix of having a little candy cane from the tree. That's you know exactly what I mean? it. It's the, like, it's the small present that you have on Christmas Eve to, oh, like, tide you an over. avocado. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that child so much. <laughs> anyway, so hit me up with these okay. dates. So, I'll Be Home for Christmas, starring beloved JTT, oh. um, who is every lesbian's dream because <laughs> he's like the gateway day for us all. Uh, starring Jessica Beale as Ali, mm. Adam Lavornia as Eddie, and we all know his name was Eddie because he said his name in every, every single sentence. Scene. Yep. Uh, Gary Cole, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it ultimate, ultimate Christmas dad. I would say so, yeah. Um, Eve Gordon as Carolyn, the the stepmom, and Laura, Lauren Maltby as Tracy Wilkinson, who is so familiar to me, <laughs> but I don't remember seeing her in anything else. Isn't that the spirit um, of Christmas? <laughs> it's the kindly old it's man. It's the kindly old man. <laughs> who's taken over Lauren Maltby's uh, body. He's just there, always. Absolutely. Uh, so it's rated PG for pretty ghastly um <laughs> it's a comedy and other again a other. mystery genre don't oh know what that's God. about directed by arlene sanford thank you arlene Ooh. um and i do want to say the box office was 12.2 million and the budget mm. was 30 million so they Ooh. didn't quite make Not it quite close sorry fellas <laughs> you didn't make it Not close. um so I'm gonna I'm gonna read our uh, little synopsis mm-hmm. from Rotten Tomatoes. It uh, starts like this: Estranged from his father, college student Jake is lured home to New York for Christmas with the promise of receiving a classic Porsche as a gift. When the bullying football team dumps him in the desert in a Santa suit, Jake is left without identification or money to help him make the journey. Meanwhile, his girlfriend, Ali, does not know where he is and accepts a cross-country ride from Jake's rival, Eddie. Dun, dun, dun! Will he be home for Christmas? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yes, spo- he will. Spoiler. Spoilers. Spoiler, <laughs> yeah. Get to, like, the night before. Like, it's very it's clear like margin. It's, three or four. Yeah. yeah. There, it, he makes it home, everybody. Yeah. Don't worry. It's a Disney fucking film. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to go into some ratings and reviews oh my god please where the general consensus was the 23 percent on the tomato meter yep yep which i was surprised about audience score 41 percent okay so i think got a lot more teenagers watching this film being like yeah they were all that was good <laughs> all of our teenage tomatoes That's were like it. no i love him <laughs> oh my god did you see his face? Yeah. All the adults who had to, <laughs> had to supervise the kids at the movies were, were the critics being like, this is not a good movie. Not um, so I'm going to go straight to my favourite one Please. by uh, review, my favourite review um, by Liam Lacey from Globe and Mail. He just calls it a Christmas turkey. <laughs> now, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, mm. but most people love a Christmas turkey. I love a Christmas turkey on the yeah. record. So, but he's given this a rating out of uh, one out of four. Mm. Maybe he slipped as he was giving the rating. Yeah, wrote out the review, was about to give it full four stars, and then just oh, 
And Maybe and his, he had greasy turkey fingers That's it. and it slipped. That's gotta be um, it. Yeah, absolutely. This, uh, okay, so Lisa Schwartzbaum says, this family comedy finds unearned laughs in old women and dog flatulence. Now, unearned laughs confuses me because like, they're still laughs. Mm, mm. But when you're laughing an unearned laugh, what does that mean? How does that, is that mean not like, earned, like is someone forcing you? Yeah. Like, like are you are you being threatened right now? I I, I am. There's someone. Uh, just Katie, out are of you being you. forced? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie, blink twice. Blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> um, I oh think that's god. what it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, David No from Film Journal International says, I'll be home for Christmas asks... No. I'll be home for Christmas asks the impossible of us. Uh, okay. That's it. And I think he's... I think that says everything mm. because he's not being specific. He's like, it asks the impossible of us. So it's like, whatever you can think is impossible, that's what I'll be home for Christmas is asking. I feel like so, that's accurate. Yeah, it was, truly. It asks, it asks a lot of you to buy in. I'm not going to be specific because that review wasn't over. Exactly. Hi yeah. Um, None of the cast comes off well, but they have little to work with since the dialogue sounds like it was made up on the spot and performed without rehearsal. <laughs> Thank you, Louis B. Parks from Houston Chronicle. Now, um, a lot of people have also said it's like a, a sitcom. It's got sitcom quality dialogue, yeah, which okay. I found quite charming because... Uh, JTT can't do anything but sitcom. No. Um, now let's head into the audience reviews Please. from all our teenagers, our <laughs> tweens. Um, Sarah P, who is a super reviewer, says, Amazing. a cheesy Disney movie, but it is fun to watch at Christmas. And that's all we goddamn want. That is all you want. I mean, don't watch it at any other time of the year. Cannot Why recommend. would you? I'll be home for Christmas. The stakes aren't high if you're watching this in, in like, fucking April. Yeah, what if you are watching this in April? It's like, you got months to get home, mate. Calm down. Yeah, calm down. It's, like, don't... I think the main takeaway from this is don't watch this movie in April. I would. I agree. I stand by that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now, we have Coxie M, who was also a super reviewer. I want to know your thoughts on Coxie M's okay. review here. All right. Believe it or not, that's not the closest JTT's lips have been to Big Fuzzy Ball. Um. I. Ah, uh, what do you know? What movie did you watch? What do you. Coxie, do you have a history with. with JTT? Uh, Coxie, the email is actually I loved it at gmail.com. If you'd like to email us in with some further context, which would be appreciated for your review. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, oh my god. Um, <laughs> a bit weird, right? I just yeah. felt like I need to share that because big fuzzy ball, no ball inside. Mm. A beard? Yeah, I'm like, what's the ball? Where's the ball, like, what even, Where's the ball? Like, I appreciate the bit he's swinging for, but like, where was the actual big fuzzy ball? Did you just say you appreciate the bit he's no, swinging don't. for? No, that was a lie. Oofty, goofty. No, you like just that whole that 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 visualization no, no, of the I'm bit he's swinging for. <laughs> I just fuzzy balls are in my mind. All right, now I just want to I want to see. So we've got because I'm in the mind that a lot of teenagers reviewed this. Yes, we've got Ryan V and then Smith T. Okay, and I want to say that maybe they're having a dialogue and argument. So Ryan V says 
neither parent nor child will find any merriment in this mess. Then Smith T comes back with, at least it wasn't boring. <laughs> so we start with half a star, then Smith T goes, one and a half stars. And then we've got John Paul D who goes, I think it's an okay movie to watch if you've already watched the classics, but overall I think it's good. It's oh kind my of a cl- like cliche, but it's still fun for the family. And that's like a three and a half stars. Oh my God. Were these three just having a chat? Are these, these three, three I think three teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they seem like Ryan V sort of like the newbie to the group. Mm. It's like, nah, whatever. Then Smith T's like, oh, come on, give it a go. And then John Paul, who's like fucking obsessed with JTT. Oh, yeah, like, there's like eight posters I, on his wall. I actually don't think it's that bad. <laughs> And isn't he kind of cute? <laughs> Save me. Um, so those those are our reviews. They're pretty like meh about this movie, but I'm a bit like meh. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but Katie, I want to know what what did you think? Uh, well, obviously, actually, I loved it. I do. Um, but <laughs> what oh. I will say, you're starting with a butt already. <laughs> I think the crux of my argument is is actually less about the content of the film itself, yeah, and more the method with which I viewed it. So uh, let me get through this. When I at this time of year, I'm currently working in retail. I have so little free time. I am just um, fitting in things everywhere. I had a big family event on the weekend as well, so I'm very tired. I've got lots Mm -hmm. of, like, tiny pockets of time. So what I had to do in order to get through this movie in time to record today is I did watch it at double speed. What? (laughs) (laughs) I have a browser extension. Where you can watch a movie, uh, you can alter how fast you want to watch it, like, uh, or how slow you want to watch it. And I, I watched probably the first twenty minutes at regular speed, and then I just was running out of time. And so I clicked over to double speed, and at that moment, the movie just uh, my enjoyment of the movie doubled with the speed. You, f- you fucking asshole! <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying? You halved the movie time, which isn't that big. It's an hour and a half tops, and you halved it. Meanwhile, here's Kayla Christmas Hubble pausing after every good moment going, oh, that's something to write about. What? What's so funny about when you watch something at double speed is after a while your brain just, like, flicks into, like, oh, that's just normal. It's so stressful, though. It's it's quite stressful. But mm. all of the, like, uncomfortable silences and, like, weird pauses <laughs> are just uh, cut in half. So, um, like, so fluid now. <laughs> it makes sense. None of the gags. Like, I think I actually started the double speed when he um, is giving out the stolen presents at um, to the children, right? Which, like, oh, great. it's a bit of the uncomfortable gags and there's, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like messing with presents and, like, taking it back from children. And I just breezed right through that. Oh, my God. I didn't have to feel the, like, cringe comedy of it all because it was over in half the time. I mean, all, yeah, it was a big <laughs> cringe comedy, hey. 
Well, it because was for my first 20 minutes and then... And then it was oh. just like a dream come bloody true. Absolutely. That's so funny because I, <laughs> when I first started listening to podcasts, um, I didn't realise this, but my podcasting app had already set it to double speed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so I kid you not, for probably three years of listening to podcasts, <laughs> I was wondering why I was getting kind of like, I was like, Pog, I love listening to them, but I'm always feeling a little bit flighty and fluttery <laughs> after them. And then my partner, I think it was one of our first car trips as a pair, as a pair, <laughs> as partners in crime. Oh my God, yuck, disgusting. Um, first time that I popped on a, a podcast for us to listen to yeah. and she was like, the fuck is going on? What are you doing? And she checked it out and was like, how long has it been like this? <laughs> and so she put it to the normal speed and I freaked out completely because yeah. it was too slow for me. And I was like, what is like time stopped? <laughs> and then I think all those years of listening to it fast kind of hit me at once and I got super stressed because I was like, oh, why? No. Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> so I had to like re-listen to all these episodes at normal speed and I was like, ah, Mm. I get it now. Because mm. I was like, why are all these people yelling? Mm. And like, why <laughs> why don't they like give each other space to talk? <laughs> but I can see how it would definitely work for I'll Be Home for Christmas. Absolutely. And efficiency wise, because mm. like I, I've been trying to watch as many Christmas movies this season as possible. And I was just running out of time and I got asked to pick up a whole bunch of shifts at work. And it was I was running out of time. But I was, I was determined that I would see this film through. And I'm proud of you. Thank God for the double speed. What I will say is I did bring it back to normal speed for the last, like, two minutes of the movie, so when he does actually get home. And I genuinely, my brain couldn't handle it because it felt <laughs> like they were all like, oh, thank God that you've just come home, Jake. We're so happy that you're here. <laughs> And I was like, oh, what is happening? And my brain couldn't function. And watching them walk at normal speed and, like, wave and then pauses between lines, I was like, this is infuriating. I can't. I'm not on this level anymore, guys. Well, it makes sense as well for the end of the movie because literally so many activities happen within, like, three fucking minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like he's on the train and then he's, like, in his hometown and then he's like got to drive or get a lift to his house uh-huh. and then there's like a christmas parade and then there's a fucking and pe- like the family at home are still setting the fucking I dinner know. table <laughs> and it's like surely that takes longer than 3 minutes yeah yeah i mean for me so. it was a minute and 30 seconds so <laughs> I cannot fucking believe you did that, you Um, son of a gun. It it genuinely improved everything about it. Uh, The best part is Christmas carols that are playing in the background. So you kind of forget Mm. with the dialogue. You just kind of go, oh, maybe I'm watching like a Joss Whedon TV show. Maybe it's Buffy. Like everyone talks really fast. Yeah. Whatever. Um, And then you just get some kind of crazy, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Like in the background. (laughs) And you're like, oh, no. Oh, that's not. Oh no, oh, no, no, oh, no. no. But you power We've done something bad. You power through. <laughs> you power through. I, I think it's a perfect way to watch this film it was. because it's like, as I was saying, very sitcom esque in, in terms of the dialogue. Mm. 
Um, and yet there is no canned laughter to fill in all those mm. awkward spaces mm. where, where it's like, where's the audience to laugh for me instead of mm. me having to like come up with the energy to do it myself. Yeah. And so I think any goddamn time you're watching a television show that should have canned laughter, just put it to double speed, everybody. Yeah. And you'll probably enjoy it a whole lot more. It raises the stakes. This probably became uh, an action absolutely movie for you definitely yeah it was high octane at every moment maybe that's what all the maybe that's what the other genre is it's like (laughs) it's comedy and other and the other means like if you put it to a certain speed it becomes so much something else yeah Yeah. absolutely we should test it (laughs) i think we should test it for the rest of the movies that you suggest (laughs) i don't know why i didn't think of this um I want to know your thoughts on some of the characters. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about let's talk about Jake first. Yes, awful. JTT, awful. <laughs> I don't know, like man child. Mm. Is he in college? Is he still in? What high was school? with these? What was with these kids? Okay, so what threw me off is I'm watching and I'm like, it's a Disney movie. Mm. So uh, teenagers are played by young adults, and then typically young adults are played by people in their thirties. Right? That's the Disney way. Yes. Uh, Hannah Montana's brother was like 34. Anyway. We all know We all that, know though. this. And I'm watching. You could see it in his fucking eyes. I'm watching and I'm like, okay, there's a locker. Like we're in high school. And then it's like we're going mm. home for Christmas. And he's like in trying to wake up in her bed. She has a dorm room. And I'm like, okay, boarding school. And then <laughs> it was like, actually, it's college. And I was like, okay, realistically, these actors are the correct age to be in college. Right? Yeah. Like in reality. And I'm like, yeah. but in movie reality... You guys are like, like eighth grade. Like what? What's going on? Mm. Where are your parents? Where are the teachers? Yeah. Why? Why aren't you in detention, Jake? Why are you driving a fucking car, Eddie? Yeah, as if like, you're allowed to by yourself. No. By yourself, exactly. You got to be supervised at all times. <laughs> but it says like. Is an 18-year-old attending a boarding school in California? Okay, so it was a boarding school? I like... It's college. Yeah. Because they all say it's college. I think they're confused. Me too. And also, like, because there's tests and shit that go on, Mm. it just seems so... It's very classroom-esque because, as you're saying, like, the, the lockers. But even the classroom setting looks so much like high school. Yeah, I... I'm confused, but what you do in those moments is you just flick it up to double speed and you just move past. Move past it. You just got to move through it. Um, what I would like to acknowledge is as I was watching it, uh, I didn't really look at the cast list other than obviously the JTT, mm-hmm. um, who is always young Simba to me. Always. Um, always and forever. Uh, I love that we, we've got a lot of Simba voice actor representation in our podcast, just oh in general, because we've had Matthew Broderick, like... Anyway, we have Maddie, we've had JTT. Yeah. And that's all that, that's that all the, matters. That's yeah. the only cast that is in. That's the cast of our Christmas hearts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in my, I saw Jessica Beale, and in my head, it was really weird to see her as like a teenager. Because in my head, she's 34 and in The Sinner. She still <laughs> is. I think she was 34 in this. She was. Absolutely. And it's not, I'm not like, she was just the wisest one there. Of course. Oh, she, she was, was my not MVP. a teenager. No. She was, oh my God, absolute MVP. How fucking good was she? She was actually amazing. I was genuinely surprised. I was expecting, like, maybe she was going to be ranty, angry feminist and they were going to, like, really do the 
because they started off with some really nice things that she was saying. Yeah. Uh, and like no racism, homophobia or like sexist jokes or whatever. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm interested, but are they going to do yeah. something shit with you? And then they didn't. And I was they like, didn't. oh. They legit like, they towed the line on every single fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, again, coming back to the, the idea of it being sitcom, mm. it's like, they've got to be safe. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to be aired next week. Yeah, that's exactly it. They are towing that party line. They're towing the party Christmas line. Nothing controversial, no jokes. They're just getting (laughs) through. Truly, no jokes. No jokes. No (laughs) storyline. No real conflict. No move. No no movement. Um, No character transformation. Oh, my. I forgot to show. There was one other review where they were talking about... um, they likened it to uh, a Christmas globe mm. when you shake um, you shake it and then when all of the uh, snow yeah. settles down on the floor, nobody's moved and nobody's changed. Yeah. And they said, like, that's what this movie was. That's excellent. <laughs> I love that. There is there is no real growth other than, no like, growth. he said hello to his stepmom now. Yeah, and, and like, awkwardly <laughs> says, what size are you? Uh, what? You are not privy to that information, young man. For future reference, like what? When when you like carve out her skin and you wear her as a bodysuit, you psychopath. Mm. Um, another thing Sorry. I, I just another <laughs> thing to help with the viewing of the film at Christmas, other than the double speed tip, the other tip I have is uh, have a wiki article up of JTT as you're watching the movie. So if you get bored, oh. you can just do a little bit of um reading around, which I did. So before I jumped into double speed, uh, I did go on a little bit of an adventure and I, I remembered that, fun fact, he's in an episode of Veronica Mars. Mm. Yeah, and he plays like Isn't an, he like a detective Yeah, he's like an undercover detective posing oh as a God. high schooler. Um, and it's also the episode that Veronica and Logan first kiss. So... Hey-oh! JTT did that. Yeah, just JTT facts. Thank you. Just JTT... Hashtag... J-J-T-T-F. Yeah, well, I stumbled through it <laughs> in order to, you know, I'm the fucking wind beneath your wings, you Katie. Are. Yeah, I couldn't do this without you. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I absolutely did that, but I didn't um, look at that. I was like, what does he look like now? Where Ooh, is he now? Oh, gosh. And it's fine. Like, it's I've just got, a normal person. Just a normal person. Super yeah. obsessed with child actors and what they look like when they're grown up. Oh, yeah. Because it's like they're alien, even though they are just people who have grown up. Mm-hmm. But because you've known them since they were little things, it's just so odd to see them as full-grown human adults. you seen uh, Grown Up Dudley Dursley recently? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember he was in a, a TV series that mm. I was watching and – I did not recognize him and it was like I I kind of denied that it was him. Yeah, I did the same thing. He's in The Old Guard, which is an excellent movie on Netflix. Right. And I was like, I recognize this man, but I don't know. And then I was like, oh, it's Duds. Oh, it's Duds. It's Duds. It's Big D. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get back into yeah, let's our keep next. moving through. Let's keep moving through. Let's talk about. Okay, so Jessica Biel, Ali Henderson, we know, gosh mm, darn, love her, yep. excellent. Eddie Taffet, who is Adam Lavonia, mm. no feelings, no emotions towards Eddie. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot to say because neither did he. 
Yeah, it was basically <laughs> Eddie thinks this, Eddie says that, Eddie does this. Yep. And that was on repeat. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie. He also didn't really have much of anything to do with the plot. No, like, I think they just had to sneak in a cheeky villain. I think that was it. He, and he was he trying might to have be been the villain, it. I guess. And then, I don't know, what I really enjoyed, though, was that he didn't really have a redeeming um, no. arc just because, like, he's still a dickhead at the end. Yeah, I like, enjoyed that. He, I enjoyed that a he, lot. He's, like, trying to be, like, be sweet for, for Ali. And then he's like, nah, I just, I can't do it. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I, I can't. And, like, he's true to himself. Yeah. And then he goes to drop Jake home. And he's like, nah, sorry. get out. You've got to go. And even, like, the way he does that is nice. Like, yeah. he doesn't go, like, get the fuck out of He's like, I'm actually, I'm so sorry. I, I lied to mm. you. And most of all, I lied, lied to myself. myself. And I just can't do that. I respect myself too much. You've got to go. And then, like, JTT just like, oh, fuck, all right. <laughs> I want I want a Disney Plus series because Disney just announced their whole new slate of TV shows in the future. I want a Disney Plus series that's just Eddie and it's mm. him going to do something nice and then just going, oh, nah, this ain't it. Nah, this Sorry. ain't Eddie. <gasps> this ain't me. Oh, my God. Just, just a, like a series called What is Eddie? Yeah. And, and it's often just this ain't it. This ain't, and this ain't it. And it's just him. Like, you know how sometimes you see people walking in the streets, filming <laughs> themselves being like, hey, guys, I'm currently in Melbourne. I'm going to do some sightseeing. Come yeah. with me. Yeah. If we do that with Eddie and then Eddie's just like, nah, is this activity Eddie? Nah. Yeah. And then just like move on to yeah, the next yeah, yeah. thing. It's just like, it's really short because there's always like the first clip, which is like, hey, guys, this is what we're getting up to today. And mm. then like 20 seconds later, Actually, this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't Eddie. I love um, it. I love it. I I think that's great. So we've sorted out Eddie Taffet's future. Excellent. Um, you're welcome. I want to talk about Nolan. Mm-hmm. Who the minute we saw him, he was the um the thief who Yeah, was, he looks like yeah. Jimbo the drag clown. Um Okay, so the minute we saw him, my partner was like, Kayla, this is a man you would marry. And I 100% without any hesitation, I was like, yes, it is the only man who I could. I'm like, that's a big call for you. Yeah, because I'm a gay little boy. Typically not not that invested in the marrying of men, I would say. Typically not invested in marrying and extra typically not invested in marrying a man. But as soon as Jordan said that, I was like... Yes, like this is my like you know when a sliding doors moment. I was like, if if my life hadn't gone this way, it would have ended up marrying Nolan. Oh my god! Just Why? Because I think because he's so dumb. Okay. I really don't know how to explain why he's marriage material for me, and I the best way I can do it is because he's got no attributes hmm. of like any kind of masculine energy for me. Yeah. Yeah, and there is no like sense of of that male privilege in him, <laughs> straight white male, because he's got no fucking idea. Yeah, you know what? I don't even think you need to go further than that. Take a leaf out of Eddie's book, and you can just go. This is it. This is this is it. This is Eddie. This is it. This is it. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. just think because I felt like he was kind of a bit like Plato, and I could 
mold him into something that I want. Squish him into that mold. Squish him into that mold. Um, he wouldn't mind. He wouldn't mind. No. He wouldn't know what the fuck's going on. Practically enjoy it. He became an elf. He became an elf snow pup. Yeah. Yeah. He drops his tomati. Oh. oh he no, just no, wants no. to get his tomati. He eats it. He eats it. Mm. Um. And you know, it might stop him from stealing kitchen goods. Might. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? If that's his pa- life's passion, <laughs> let him do it. Go on, he's not hurting anybody. Um, let's talk about stepmum. Is it Carolyn? Oh was Carolyn. that her name? Uh, AKA yeah. barely even anything in the movie supposed to be a point of conflict. But I don't get why. Um, dad hello. got married 10 she months married, after? She married ultimate Christmas dad 10 months after mum died. She Bitch. seemed lovely. Bitch. I'm sorry, you're right. It is it is the rule that all stepmums are are bitches and awful. She pretty much killed his mother <laughs> by marrying his dad. Okay, here's the thing. If they'd played on that at all, if it had been like a bigger thing than him just like he wasn't even horrible to her. He was just like a little bit more quiet. Or a little bit like, oh yeah. I'd prefer to talk to my dad. Like, if yeah. it was actually he was hostile to her or, like, there was any extra levels, I'd be like, okay, I get what you're doing here. But he was literally just like, um, eh. goodbye. Bye, bye. He was just, like, he was just a little boy who didn't know where to put his emotions. Mm. If, he, like, if he had emotions. If he had emotions. I honestly don't know what was inside Jake throughout this whole story, but there was little spouts mm. of sort of like, ah, my mum died and I was sad. Yeah. And then, ah, I'm super charming and I know poetry. He was like a total fucking soft boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you seen that Instagram page called Beam Me Up Soft Boy? I haven't, but that sounds incredible. I highly fucking recommend it. It Please. is so funny. <laughs> Honestly, it, it will bring you so much joy because... There will be so many times where you're like, oh, my God, I know that that soft boy, that soft boy is in my life right now. You know what I mean? Oh. And it's there are a lot of literature boys who are sad and emo- and they've got emotions, so they mm. think they're entitled. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like that could go to a really dark place very quickly as it's, well. It's, it's very <laughs> funny. It's a very funny Instagram page um, where you can have a bit of a giggle. Mm. But that's what I felt like JTT was. Mm. Because he was trying to be so sweet, yet he was, like, such a shithead. He was such a little little scamp. And he thought he could get away with it because he was, like, I know poetry. Yeah. I made snow arrive for Jessica Biel, even though it was his mate. Yeah. He was and he's, like, super smarmy. smart. I don't mm. fucking... He was a smarmy little fucking slimy little toad. Um, rounding out towards the end of this movie... Uh, he he somehow like fixes everything. I'm not convinced he's not magic, or if this isn't like the the larvae stage of the Christmas spirit man. Mm. Like maybe this is how they start as like a little cocky little shit who goes around and fixes things, and then eventually mm. they become a kindly older gentleman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm like this theory, but the scene on the bus where oh yeah with the heart. Well, with the, like, bit of barbecue meat in someone's cooler and he's written on it in crayons that it's a tran... Like, it's for a transplant. And I... That was... That was a lot to buy into. 
Mm. Not only for me as an audience member watching at double speed, so it was happening so fast, yeah. but also for every single person on that bus. Mm. I think you needed to, um, instead of watching that at normal pace, you actually needed to slow it down by half. I agree. That's just the, to give that's everybody, yeah, just to give everybody the the time and space to really get into his scheme. Yeah, absolutely. Because I won't lie, he was already like off the bus by the time I was like, hang on. Hang, you're like, uh, wait, what? What? <laughs> wait, what's that? Um, that that's that man's meat. I I think I think he truly is. I think this is like the stage one of the of the kindly old Christmas gentleman that goes so around too. and fixes things. And he's just he's just young. He's cocky, but he's got a little bit of magic. He's got mm. a little Do bit. You know, yeah, and I think let's let's play on. Let's um let's develop this further. Yeah, I think because you know, kindly old man. By the end of it, he's just fucking like clicking and it's done and mm. he's like a soul right like he's riding soul oh, yeah. you know what i mean he's a lone christmas wolf mm. but with uh our young kindly old man <laughs> um he actually kind of needs to to sap everybody else of their christmas energy absolutely yeah so he needs like a busload of christmas energy yeah. in order to pull off something yeah I and that's probably agree. why the only time that shit would work is if you're on a long bus trip home. Mm. Tis Christmas, so people are like keen to show that they're not bad people. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got a cranky bus driver who apparently nobody like bus drivers are always the enemy, which I don't get no. because it's like their life, your life is literally in, in their, their hands. hands. You're so not wearing don't a seatbelt. Be, be nice. Yeah, fucking don't be a dick. Oh my god. Um, and then. Yeah, like, so I think that was just a perfect kind of melting pot mm. for um, some Christmas magic to happen because he was like the little, uh, the match and everybody yeah. else was like. Yeah, they were all the kindling. Providing that Christmas that, like, gas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I think yeah, you're on the money. Yeah, I really like this development. I definitely think Christmas spirit is is like a through line for all of these Christmas movies and they're slowly like defining what it is and Christmas Switch have nearly perfected it. They've nearly perfected it. Love Actually, Love Actually were doing okay, but but that's Christmas Switch, a princess switch. Woofed. Yeah, Love Actually is like the the middle-aged bit. Like there's stuff going on there. He's got some tricks. But is he's it Mr. Still... Bean or is it Christmas spirit? Like, know. You know... And he's still having to like leech a bit of that Christmas energy from mm-hmm. from the retail environment. Like he still has exactly. to be right in the thick of it. Whereas the kindly old man in the Princess Switch films, he doesn't he need just it gets anymore. A broom. That's he it. He just gets a broom and he's like, ah. Yeah. Should we do our diamonds? Um, I absolutely want to do the diamond. Zuh. Because I have multiple. Oh, great. I have half. So okay. you, you, you do your oh, half. You, I'll go mine. Okay. So um, as I said, I don't think I went into this with like the best headspace. I had a really full-on weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one I, – <laughs> I make lots of notes usually and I put in like this is a joke I liked and things like that. I only wrote down one joke. Please. And so this has become my diamond. Mm-hmm. It was just, um, so there's a bit in the movie where uh, Eddie and Ali stop in at a adorable fake Bavarian Christmas village. I think it was this point or it was, at least they have to stay somewhere on their trip. There's like two stops or something. 
Um, and they end up having to share a bed. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's all this like, oh, are they gonna like, I don't know, sleep in the same bed? And because that's that's a thing. And are they then, gonna fuck? And then there's just a line where she's like, I just feel actually I feel safer with you in here. And then mm. it pans back and you're expecting maybe they're cuddling or maybe they're bonding or whatever. And he's like on the top of the cover wearing like snow gear and he just says, do you want me to put on more clothes? So good. And I was like, all right, that's a good bit. So good. So that's my, that's my diamond. That was. She's in, uh, it was, and because like, it was funny as yeah. well. Like it wasn't like, uh, <laughs> it was funny. It, like, it was respectful. It was, it was like, respectful and funny and you can be respectful and funny. That's true. That's a true fact. <laughs> uh, what are your diamonds? So diamonds, boom. I love, um, okay, so I said diamonds. <laughs> I love tumbleweed being kicked. Yeah. That was fun. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I know last week I said there was an iconic moment in the car where they sing What's New Pussycat. Yeah. Not an iconic. I think it just felt iconic to me because I fucking love Tom Jones. <laughs> but love the grandma scene. Of course. And I just, I think What's New Pussycat is a fucking, it's, a it's banger. such a great song. Yeah. yeah. It just, it absolutely goes off anytime you play it. Yeah. Um, considering changing it to my alarm, actually. Oh I my God, be please. Very That's going to drive me insane. But now I've said it, I've got to do it. You, are you going to start myself. it? Are you going to start it in with the What's, what's New, new Pussycat? Yeah. Absolutely. I love you, that. I must. Like, it's a must. I, I love that. <laughs> Um, cause I, I fucking, I've already said this. I love a cheeky grandma. Mm, who um, doesn't? so they're my diamonds. Excellent. Um, all of the grandmas are my diamonds. Yep. Uh, ultimate, ultimate Christmas dad. Yes. Yeah. Gary Cole. Absolutely. I think we found him. I Katie. think he's the gold standard. I think we've absolutely found him. Yeah. Um, because he just wants his little, he wants his little boy to come home. Mm. But he's also like. Um, pretty rich and like yeah. unassuming and just kind of there. And he's got a beard. Mm, did he? Didn't realize that that was a must. Um, look, I saw a picture with him recently with a beard. So let's oh, just say right. he had a beard in the movie. Yep. No questions asked. He didn't. No and one's going a... back and watching it. Don't. Don't, <laughs> don't go back do and it watch now. it. You don't need to. You've listened um, to us. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, I want to say Ellie McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jessica Biel was fucking rad. Yep. And I also love seeing a fucking, I love seeing a dog. Mm. And there was one large dog called Ringo Mm. in the the scene in the cargo aircraft. Yep. um, Licking Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I just, I don't know. I think it's just because my dog has become super like, beg my pardon, I just burped. Um, (laughs) My dog has become super cozy lately and just wants like a little scratch and, leans her head up on the bed yeah. or will just like pop it on a, a headrest um, or an armrest and it just absolutely divine when a dog mm. says yes to getting a pat. Absolutely. Like, just one of my favourite fucking things. Um, Me too. And, of course, my future husband. Of course. Of course. Would never met him if I hadn't watched rewatched this movie. Sorry. I know. Jordan feeling particularly threatened by um, Nolan. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's fucking looking around every corner to see if he's around. She's watching out for that disgusting van. She's watching out. She, like, jumps every time she hears, like, a car backfire because <laughs> she thinks it's his. You his throw car. tomato slices at her and she, like, jumps up. like <laughs> She screams. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Of course. 
Um, but yeah, those are my tomatoes. <laughs> Your tomatoes? Your juicy tomatoes? You just said, I'm so tired. You just said tomatoes. <laughs> and I was like, those are my tomatoes in the rough. <laughs> I love the tomatoes in the dirt. Maybe this is the new, maybe that's the new phrase. Maybe we found I'm it. tomatoes in the dirt. I'm like, I love that. I love that. Because we're finding it very difficult to find some diamonds, aren't we? <laughs> Tomatoes are just as good. Yeah, I love and them. You can eat them. Absolutely. <laughs> and then if they're not as good, you can um, crush them and cook them up and make a great lasagna. Yeah, or you could compost them, reuse them. Absolutely. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. I kind of love that. Um, should we should we maybe end on this, yeah, this sweet let's, tomato note? Let's wishing y'all a very happy holiday, Haley Day. Um, <laughs> If you get a break, if you don't, fuck it, whatever. Keep don't watch any Christmas movies. That's over now. It's Christmas watch, Eve. Just yeah. it's done. Watch The Undoing on binge. Very good. Ooh, it's like a, a it's very Is that good. The Nicole, Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say um watch Paddington one and two. Mm-hmm. Um just always. And Little Women. Little Women. And if you don't have uh, time, just fast forward to the scene where Bob Odenkirk walks in and goes, my little women. Um, oh, my God. It's just, it's a balm to your soul if you have a rough Christmas. Oof. Just watch that yeah. on repeat. Absolutely. You must. And then watch <laughs> um, Beaches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and you have to do that. That is your homework. Um, homework. And we do expect reports back. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, we're not going to have a couple of episodes over the next few weeks. We're taking a little end of year break. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Um, but keep an eye on our socials. That's Instagram at actually I loved it and Twitter at AileyPod. That's A-I-L-I-Pod. Um, for info on when we'll be back probably in the new year. Probably. Probably. Who knows? Unless we become the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, everybody. Thank you so much to uh, Imo. Imo, where are you? Imo? She's not here. Not, Is she not at yours? Uh, I'll have to check downstairs, but not at the moment. Check downstairs. Oh, well, yeah. big thanks to you, Imo, <laughs> wherever you are, for um, doing the music. Yes. And these special Christmas versions of everything have been a delight to me and hopefully to your ears as well. Have a Merry Christmas or a good break or no break if that's what it is for you. But um, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Yeah, see you in a few weeks. All right. I love you. Oh, actually. Uh, actually, actually, I, love... I loved you. Actually, I loved you. Oh, past tense. Bye, 2020. Hooray. <laughs> I need a puru. <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> Too much coffee. Um, fuck yeah. Hey. We did it.